I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your bite-sized daily roundup of the biggest news from the world of film. This is The Daily Reel with Van Connor. Good morning, it's Monday, March the 1st. Birthday to Batman v Superman director Zack Snyder, Supernatural star Jensen Ackles, the one and only Javier Bardem, director Ron Howard, and Lupita Nyong'o. Making Halle Berry the only woman of colour ever to win the Academy Award for Best Actress, Monsters Ball opened today in 2002 alongside the Josh Hartnett sex comedy 40 Days and 40 Nights. It's also the day that in 2013 saw the release of Brian Singer's big, expensive, and ultimately financially underwhelming fairy tale adventure, Jack the Giant Slayer. But today, in 2021, here's what's on the reel. Ray Fisher's back! The cyborg actor is again accusing DC Films president Walter Hamada of interfering with the Justice League investigation, and this time he's drawn the ire of the very investigator he chose. Responding to the news that J.J. Abrams will be producing a new Superman film from writer Tanahisi Coates, one that will reportedly feature an African-American in the lead role, Fisher tweeted, Do you all remember that time Walter Hamada and Warner Brothers tried to destroy a black man's credibility and publicly delegitimize a very serious investigation with lies in the press? But hey, black Superman! For those just joining us, Fisher is referring to the investigation into the conduct of those involved in the Justice League reshoots, which largely saw remedial action taken against disgraced director Joss Whedon. This hasn't been enough for Fisher though, who since started a crusade against every executive currently involved in DC films. Warner Media were quick to release their own statement, repeating that a thorough, independent investigation was conducted. Said WB, our executives, including Walter Hamada, fully cooperated. No evidence was found of any interference whatsoever, and Warner Brothers did not lie in the press. It's time to stop saying otherwise. You'd think that'd be damning enough, but shortly after that, Catherine B. Forrest, the former federal judge-turned-investigator who headed the investigation at Fisher's request, released a statement of her own. I am so disappointed by continued public statements made suggesting that Walter Hamada in any way interfered with the Justice League investigation. He did not, Forrest said, explaining that she interviewed Hamada extensively and specifically concerning his, quote, very limited interactions with Fisher. As Forrest continued, I found Mr. Hamada credible and forthcoming. I concluded that he did nothing that impeded or interfered with the investigation. Ray Fisher can last be seen in Birthday Boy Zack Snyder's Justice League, which releases digitally on the 18th of March. Look, I don't know you, and I don't know how you got these gifts. Gifts? No one else can do what you do. No. If these are gifts, 
And why am I the one paying for them? We need you, Victor. And maybe you need us. Drink great gin. Make a difference. We handcraft our gins with only the finest botanicals and use our profits to support charities and initiatives that provide relief to struggling hospitality workers. Visit hospitalitygin.co.uk to find out more. Hospitality Gin. Drink great gin. Make a difference. Eliza Hitman, the director of abortion drama Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, has hit back at the pro-life Academy member who refused to watch her film. The feature follows a 17-year-old who travels from Pennsylvania to New York to obtain an abortion without her parents' consent, and has picked up buzz across the Sundance Film Festival, the Indie Spirit Awards, the National Board of Review, and the New York Film Critics Circle. With such glowing popularity, the film is seen as a real awards contender this season, but that apparently isn't the case with 80-year-old Academy member Keith Merrill. Merrill, a filmmaker who won the 1973 award for Best Documentary with The Great American Cowboy, sent Hitman a scathing email in response to receiving a screener. He told her that, quote, as a Christian, the father of eight children and 39 grandchildren, and pro-life advocate, I have zero interest in watching a woman cross state lines so someone can murder her unborn child. After then quoting the number of American citizens who voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election, Merrill finished up his message with the words, There is nothing heroic about a mother working so hard to kill her child. Think about it. In a now-deleted Instagram post sharing the email, Hitman called the message, quote, A harsh reminder that the Academy is still so painfully monopolized by an old, white, puritanical male guard, and said she feared her hard work could be discarded by many without being given a proper chance. In a final response to press, Merrill has since doubled down on his stance, telling Variety, I chose not to watch Eliza's film because it legitimizes abortion. I don't watch horror films or movies with graphic sex or gratuitous violence or radical social agendas. One could argue that only goes to prove Hitman's point. The 2021 ceremony for the Academy Awards is currently scheduled for the 25th of April. So I'm gonna ask you some questions. They can be really personal, and all you have to do is answer either never, rarely, sometimes, or always. It's kinda like multiple choice, but it's not a test. Okay. And finally, in lighter news, Godzilla vs. Kong composer Junkie XL has revealed that the first fight between the two titans lasts for a truly colossal amount of time. During an appearance on the film Junkie Vodka stream, musician Junkie XL, real name Thomas Hulkenberg, couldn't hold back his excitement for the project. Referencing a recently previewed clip of the film that sees the titular nuclear lizard and giant ape laying the smack down atop an aircraft carrier, JXL asked, That scene was released today? 40 seconds of footage? Before adding, That scene is 18 minutes long and it's ridiculous. Godzilla vs. Kong will see the two titans of cinema fight for the first time since 1962 and is a part of legendary successful MonsterVerse franchise. Directed by Adam Wingard and starring Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby Brown, Alexander Skarsgård and Rebecca Hall, the film will release digitally on the 31st of March. What's with the light show? It's an intimidation display. Like a gorilla pounding his chest. Consider us very intimidated. The Rock Against Racism documentary White Riot arrives on the virtual DVD and Blu-ray aisle from today, along with Hellraiser sequel Hellraiser Judgment, the Maisie Williams-led Frightener The Owners, and self-proclaimed suburban nightmare The Ice Cream Truck. 
The first of the month means a big haul for streaming, with Netflix adding a perfect day for Arsinity, Banyuki, Biggie I Got a Story to Tell, Connected, How to Be Really Bad, Lego Marvel Spider-Man Vexed by Venom, Never Back Down 2 The Beatdown, Seven Souls in the Skull Castle, Something Borrowed, Thomas and Friends Marvelous Machinery World of Tomorrow, Thomas and Friends Marvelous Machinery A New Arrival, Trial by Fire, and Teristas to their library. Over on Mubi, meanwhile, today sees the addition of Xanadur as the Imperialist is still alive to the service, while The Devils and The Field Guide to Evil come to shudder, and Amazon Prime make The Breakfast Club, Ghostbusters 2, Lion, Rogue, The Hooligan Factory, and the 1990 version of The Witches available for streaming. On Freeview tonight, you can catch The Matrix and Gangster Squad on ITV4, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, Atomic Blonde and Brotherhood are on Film 4, Vice Versa, The Karate Kid, The Beach and Precious are on Sony Movies, while the Paramount Network is showing The Sum of All Fears and Game of Death, and the Sky Cinema and Now TV premiere for today is the Alicia Silverstone-led Sister of the Groom. That was The Daily Reel for Monday, March the 1st. Keep it cinematic and we'll see you tomorrow. The Daily Reel is a Candy Saw production presented by Van Connor and written by Calvin Prickett. All information is correct at the time of writing and source links are in the description for each episode. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on all good podcast platforms or ask Alexa to install the Daily Reel skill for your morning flash briefing. Follow the show on social at Daily Reel Pod and we'll be back every weekday. Until then, keep it cinematic. Cinematic.